Welcome to Marriage Mondays with the Kings. I'm Kenya. And I'm Shan. And, and we, we are, are the Kings. Kings. Happy Monday, you all. You know, it has been two weeks, you know, federal holidays. We are off. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us right here for another show of Marriage Mondays with the Kings. We greatly appreciate it. But you know, we cannot get started without thanking our sponsors. So we have Christian Humor Force slash Inspiration. This is a group that is designed to uplift, inspire, and bring humor to everyday life in a Christian way. If you're in a social media, please go and check them out by searching them on Facebook at Christian Humor forward slash inspiration. Now, if you are an organization or a business and you would like to be promoted during our broadcast or on Kingdom Revelation Gospel Network, which is KRG and 98.5 FM, please reach out at 254-213-1588. And so we're going to go ahead and, you know, we can't start the show without going before the Lord and opening up in a word of prayer. So we ask if you are safely able to do so, if you can grab your honey's hand, if you're listening together, or if you're listening as a family or just by yourself, and if you could bow your head and join us. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you on tonight, giving you all glory, honor, and praise, dear God. Thank you for waking us up, allowing us to see another day, dear God. Thank you for everything that you are doing in our lives, dear God, orchestrating our steps, dear God, lighten our path, Heavenly Father, and moving like only you know how in our lives, dear God. We ask that you would just just kind of help us to continue to trust you in your way, dear God. Dear God, what you have planned for us, not our way, but your way, Heavenly Father. Dear God, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus, lifting up those who are um, grieving right now in the name of Jesus, dear God. We ask that you would dispatch your angels, dear God, to just love on them, to strengthen them, the families, because there are so many people that has been passing away, dear God. Dear God, husbands and wives that are going through, we lift up every marriage to you around the world, dear God. We ask that you would touch like never before, dear God. We ask that they would allow you to be the foundation and that they would allow you to be the head, dear God. They will allow you to intertwine them even the more in the name of Jesus. Jesus. We lift up every leader around the world, dear God, whether they are in the church building, whether they are government officials, dear God, whether they are in the highest places of offices, dear God, we ask that they drop down to their knees and they do a Matthew 6 and 33 and seek you, dear God, before they make any decisions, Heavenly Father, that they come to you asking what it is that you desire to be done when it comes to their people. Dear God, we ask that you would just bless our special guests on tonight. Dear God, an awesome man and woman of God team that are doing your will, dear God, that they are on the mission mission to save marriages, dear God. Dear God, we ask that you will bless them even the more, dear God. We ask that you will continue to keep Kenya and I. Dear God, anything that the enemy is trying to do that is against what your will be done, dear God, we ask that you would just stop it right now, dear God, and protect us as we continue to go forth. We ask a special prayer for Kenya. Kingdom Revelation Gospel Network, that you will bless this station and all the voices that go out, dear God, in your name, that it would just touch people, dear God, and that it will be deeply rooted in their heartstrings, dear God, something, a word, dear God, that would make them want to do and be like you, dear God. Thank you for everything that you have done and everything that you are going to do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. And our foundational scripture for the show is Matthew, the 19th chapter in the sixth verse. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God is doing together, let no one separate. And our motto right here for Marriage Mondays with the Kings is helping to build stronger marriages, which leads to stronger families and stronger communities. And our KRGN disclaimer, 
Views expressed on this show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This station holds no responsibility for the validity or accuracy of information on this show. And please keep in mind that although we are counseling professionals, the information shared on our show is for ministry, educational purposes only. Also note that topics discussed are reflective of supporters who contact us desiring to have a deeper knowledge of these topics. No information is shared on our show based upon our counseling experiences. Topics are for the encouragement of marriages, families, and communities as God desires for us to minister. And so like always, as we move forward in the show, we definitely want to be able to throw out tonight's topic which is love and marriage Mm -hmm. love and marriage so at this time we have special guests on and when i tell you that this is an awesome man and woman of god Mm -hmm. light-minded individuals just like marriage mondays with the kings on a mission to save the institution that god has instilled in us and that institution being that of marriage so sir ma'am please could you take a little time and just introduce yourselves to the listening audience Oh my gosh. What's happening, fam? What's going on? What is going on? First of all, we want to say thank you to the Kings and this amazing uh, radio show uh, for inviting us. Absolutely. We are married for real. Mm -hmm. Married the number for real. And uh, we're out of Atlanta, Georgia, and we God actually called us to um to the uh, airwaves. Absolutely. To the airwaves, media, everything media. And so, you know, um, that's what we do. And um, one of our things is to push out the truth about marriage. Yeah. We believe that marriage is a God thing. That part. It ain't a world thing. It ain't yeah. a United States thing. Come it's on, a God on. thing. God created marriage. Mm-hmm. So we want to get the truth about marriage because, you know, the world is tearing it up. Facts. And, you know, a lot of it really came out of us trying to figure out how to do marriage on our own, honestly. That's how Married For Real even started. Um, We got married at a very young age. I was only 17 years old um, when we got married. We've been married now for almost 22 years, come through in April of this year. And we're godly proud because let me tell you something, it has not been nothing but the grace of God. And as God healed our marriage and as God rebuilt actually our marriage from the ground up, um, we said, man, what if we could just take this thing to the airwaves and help other couples who are trying to figure it out just like we were trying to figure it out? Absolutely. And we just put out a video on Facebook maybe six years ago or so. And the rest is history. Absolutely. So I'm Latroy. This is Christina. Yeah. And we make up that that team. We, we want to be like the kings. <laughs> that part. <laughs> Let's do it, fam. All so right. that's us. All right. Come on. That's what I'm... Listen, y'all. If y'all haven't figured it out... We are twins in the spirit on this mission that God got when it comes to marriage. Like, and we have never met them face to face. Like, this is our first time tonight. So we're about to get off into this thing. Y'all know the Kings always have questions and we have our experts on the show. So please share with us, with you all being on this mission as you share, what are some of the things that you all see that individuals um, we like to call them barriers. That's what we mm-hmm. call them when we're in our profession. But some of the barriers that you all see or that people come to you all for in regards to their marriage. Mm-hmm. Ooh, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Just, Where do we start? Let's yeah, try. I know. I know. <laughs> there's, I mean, let me tell you, there's oh, so much. It's, yeah. it's like so many people are married and they get into the marriage, not even knowing what marriage is about. Yeah. And so it's almost like, you know, you get into it. And they come to us and it's like, our marriage is failing. So can you fix us? 
Can mm. you fix us? Yeah. There's not enough education right. um, for people out there to, to receive before they get into the marriage. Right. Most people model the mindset of marriage behind television, mm-hmm. what they've seen from the parents. Right all this kind of stuff. And so you get into the, the, the marriage thinking that, okay, hold on. It's going to be all roses. Mm. It's going to be beautiful. We're going to get the house. We, man, we're going to have that bomb mm. business. Bomb sex. The, the bomb sex, mm-hmm. the, the kids, the dog, all that kind of stuff, man, we just going to be happy. But mm. then when you cross over into that, altar, Oh, father, <laughs> like, can I say after the electric slide, after you done cut the cake, after you done danced and partied and went on the honeymoon, come on now, it when, gets real. When you, when you discover that Jackie got a, a issue with sex. Oh gosh. Uh, when, when you discover, hold on, hold on. My wife don't like to have sex as much as I thought we were going to have sex. Mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on. My, my, you know, you discover issues in the marriage and now it's like, hold on, what's happening. Yeah. We're not supposed to be married. I, I don't, I don't, People tend to want to bail out yeah. because they don't have the realistic picture of what marriage marriage looks like. So we find ourselves in most sessions kind of like rewiring people to actually, um, you know, we share with them really the reality of what marriage is supposed to look like according to God's uh, perspective. Absolutely. So you just heard it right there. It's God's perspective. I think the main thing that we try to instill in a lot of couples is that marriage is truly a God thing and that it's spiritual and that it came out of the mind of God. God said to Adam in in Genesis, for it is not good for man to be alone. I will make for him a helper. So marriage was was in the mindset of God. The wife was in the mindset of God, right? So you have to go to God, the creator of marriage, to figure out how to do marriage, right? And another thing that we find often is that we don't know how to communicate because of our differences. One of the main challenges in marriages that we get often, sometimes we're in 12-hour sessions per day with couples, and we're dealing with conflict resolution, right? Men and women do not think the same, (laughs) We have different needs and different desires. And because of those differences, we feel like we're incompatible. Mm. (laughs) Or the divorce lawyers might say irreconcilable differences, right? But that's not what it is. We have to learn how to be a husband and we have to learn how to be a wife. And so to answer your question, the main issue that we come across is that people don't really know what love is. People now don't know. we talking, babe. We're talking about love and marriage. We talk, we're talking about love and marriage. People don't know what love is. See, love ain't love until it's tested. So we're we going to leave it like that. And love is God. So how, how can you even love me without allowing the love of God to flow from the portal of love? Come on. You know, the Bible says God is love, right? And so a lot of times, you, you know, when you're not tapped into the power source, God is the source for everything we need in our marriage. And without him, it's very hard to love you, honey, as Come sexy on. as you are and everything. Come on. Without your girl getting in the presence of God, it's hard out here it in these streets to love you and respect you Ooh. the way the Bible, you know, tells me to. Ooh, my God. Oh my. I need the Lord. Oh, my soul. Yeah, we can go ahead and get ready to shut this down now. Corn about to shut the show down. Just right. <laughs> that doesn't need to be said. You're, listen, y'all thought the king. Yeah, they found Okay, Ms. Uh-huh. King, what you got, sir? No, My I, God. I can totally Jesus. agree with what you uh, both are saying. Mm-hmm. And really to, to kind of harp on that point about people don't really know what love is that part. because love has been tainted. Huh. Uh, sir, it's just like you said, 
people will go to the reality shows and say, this is what love is like, but that ain't even reality. Jesus. And then how can you love somebody else when you don't even love yourself first? Oh my God. You be able to look within yourself to find that God within you so that you're able to share that like-minded spirit with this person that you're supposed to be calling your partner. And so what we will often do in relationships, Mm. we look at what we think we want to love Yes. And then we try to make that adapt to what we want to call love. And that's not maybe what God has called us to. Come on, so come just on, because she may be 24, 36, 24, that thing they say back in the day, those are just numbers. That ain't got nothing to do with love. You sure did. Oh my God. It's just facts. Right. <laughs> okay. 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 So I want to come here early in the show. <laughs> Just talking about this before we came on now. All right, let me set it up. Give me a minute because my spirit is overjoyed. Now, something, (laughs) listen to us, audience, and we want y'all to drop some comments because this is something we don't understand. And we did ask this amazing man and woman of God the same thing because we thought it was just in the the mid, what they call us, the Midwest region. Mm -hmm. Why is it that we do not see and I want to talk to the pastors. I want to talk to all y'all bishops, your archbishops, all y'all. We come on, y'all respond, okay? Because you know, one from pastor to minister to reverend, mm-hmm. now everybody arch archbishop. So let me ask the archbishop and all them, you know, the prelates and stuff. Why is it that we do not have marriage retreats, mm. marriage conferences, um, Ooh. marriage getaways? Why is that no longer a foundation? My in God. the church why is the church not laying that foundation so i'm gonna toss it over to atlanta georgia this awesome woman of god and i want them to share what they think what y'all man, my god man let me tell you something something that i heard just now and what we realize is that most of the a lot of the leaders i don't want to say most but a lot of the leaders they want to um walk in the anointing without the order they want to walk in the anointing of God. Come on through here now. Okay, okay. It, and okay. Paul Paul made that thing clear. Okay. Don't you even try to do anything in the church Sit until down, you, until you can show me how you take care of your family. Can I come talk to your wife, Bishop? Come, can, let, let me find out how she think your character is, come, Bishop. No, no, no. Let me go talk to your children. Let me go haul at the kids for a second. Come on. Because I believe it's First Timothy. Keep me honest here. First Timothy chapter 3, if come I'm on. not mistaken, it breaks down the order of of God it. and it's about character you That's see it. leadership is about influence come on now. you know we should we're supposed to be influencing people as living epistles with our lifestyles it's not about the anointing it's not about how much word we know mm. it's about how much word we do that's that's it right there so people try to flow in that oil you flow in that oil but then when you go home your wife is like why you ain't never home you always in the church? Take that's that's you sitting there massaging sister sister Ethel's hand, and I'm sitting here waiting on you all this time. You see what I'm saying? God say first, first, come on, make babe. sure that you can take care of the house, take care of your house before you can take care of my house. But here's the thing on that, fam. One thing we found out, and I, I'll say this from, from my own life experience of 20 plus years of marriage, marriage has showed me how much of God I really know and how much of God I really believe in Mm. marriage will uh, fight your flesh in a way that no other relationship can, Mm. you know, if you can't be faithful 
to one woman for the rest, of, I'm talking about, or one man, or if you can't really, you know, show forth the character that marriage requires, you really ain't fit for much at all for God. Marriage will really reveal to you how saved you really are. Yeah. How yeah. much self-control you can have for your spouse, how much uh, patience and kindness and, and self-control and love, yeah. the true agape love of God is revealed when you got to live with one person for the rest of your life. Ooh, you know what? One thing we, we realize is, back the leaders are really you know it's a lot of religion that's still out there people are still operating in religion they're still trying to check the box to, mm. to, to be right before god Ooh, they're still Jesus trying to check it, the box five <laughs> services no no but not even not getting to the root of where the poison is seeping in into the church it's the family come on it's the marriage yeah it, no focus on the core issue in the church. You know, people, if you can just get to the root, you know, um, the root of it is is understanding uh, what God actually uh, constructed it, it, as far as the, the marriage. Yeah. He compares our relationship with him with marriage. Ooh, our earthly, our, this marriage right here is a symbol of our spiritual relationship with God. How well, husband, you can love your wife as Christ That's loves the church. church. Wife, how you can submit and reverence and revere your husband as you do the Lord. See, marriage is spiritual. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? It's a symbol, it's symbolism in marriage, mm. you know? And so I don't know why personally there aren't many conferences and seminars and workshops in the, in the institution, in the building. But one thing I know as a child of God is that the church is a people. And thanks be unto God, the kings and other couples and other ambassadors that we are going into all the world, right? Yeah. And we're leaving the walls and we're actually advancing the kingdom of God in the area of our giftings and our influence. Mm. So uh, once again, we believe that the leaders are still trying to get in with God because, by the works. It's not, it's not the works putting all those, these, these other things, but it has to be the truth of the word. Yeah. It's the works. Let, let's forget about all these other things and not focus on marriage. Let, let's have all these services and, and so-called get people delivered, which ain't really true deliverance. Oh, father, you know what I'm saying? It's a mindset. Come, come, <laughs> deliverance is in the mind. You know, you know, and one thing we want to put out there, we love God's people. We, we love do. the church. Amen. But, but I believe that with the Kings, with Mary for real, God is setting order. It's, it's order. Amen. God is this God is setting back order. Yeah, I believe for some time the church has just been majoring on the minor. You know, Jesus came, he said, look here, yeah, you, you, you doing this, that, and the third, but the things that you should be focusing on, I think is in Matthew 23. He said the things you should be focusing on, like love, grace, and mercy, you leave those things undone, like marriage, for example. Why are you leaving those things undone and you're majoring on all these usher meetings and all these excess things, you know, that ain't got nothing to do with the kingdom of God? You know, it's the kingdom of God, fam. God has come. God is, Jesus wants us to advance his kingdom by dominating, oh, baby. subduing the earth. Oh, I think you're being too rough on the people. Hold no, on. no, no. <laughs> because I feel like I'm at a revival and I haven't felt <laughs> about the word of God and what God do since I was a little kid. Yes. Go 
to the tent revivals outside. See, they don't have them no more. Let me set them up. What you got, yeah. Mr. King? I feel you in the spirit. Come no, no, on, no. sir. I just feel like we're all connecting uh, on the same uh, wavelength. Jesus. And, you know, even though we asked you that question, y'all just opened up a can of worms. So yes, you did. Come, come on with the can. And so from my perspective, I believe that you don't have as many uh, marriage seminars and things of that nature because it's not, it's not a lot of money in that. Oh, teach mm, the Uh-oh, uh-oh. What, so where we going at now, Mr. King? And somebody having a $100 faith, that brings a lot of money into the church. Mm. But when you're talking about marriage, you're not talking about trying to bring richness money-wise into the church. You're bringing richness into your relationship. Mm. You're bringing richness into that love of God. Now, I find it real funny that the pastors can sit up there and say, show Muhammad, blah, 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 blah. But they can't even say, I love you. I so what, where does that come in at? Ooh. And then the, the other part of that is that I believe marriage conferences open up a certain level of vulnerability that everybody's yes. not really that to show. So right. And that your marriage got to be on point, but you can't talk to your first lady in love. Mm -hmm. Then yeah, wow. you got to make yourself vulnerable. What you say, baby? What's she called? The first lady? Wow. The first lady. For, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I didn't get happy. Uh, look, Oh my God. You're dropping nuggets. That was so powerful. Oh, they they're not ready for this combination. See, God did this. Yeah, the did. King's oh in the my God. This is all God. Okay. Oh. Okay. Let me ask this question. Whew, bring it down. All right. <laughs> so I just had this conversation. I don't know if I was in a hair salon or where I was at. Why do you all believe? that people are so loud about the marriage and oh he proposed and you see all these little cute old creative ways because every time I see it I'm like oh yep sir that was creative but are you going to continue to be creative but anyway I digress so you got this nice ring that maybe you could afford maybe you can't you got bridezilla because she acting out showing her hole behind yep, and nobody yep. talking about I thank God you know how they do with them little war shows like first giving on to God they don't do that no more yep. so why is it people so loud about the marriage and the ring and all these things and putting a little bit, but they quiet, especially in the church about the divorce. Mm. Oh my God, babe, did not we have this conversation not too long ago? Sure I check this out, girl, we in the spirit. You Okay, how come everybody's invited to the wedding, but nobody's invited to the divorce meeting? Like, Oh, auntie and Pookie and cousin and everybody's a witness to the wedding, but nobody's a witness in the divorce. Mm. Where's the witnesses? Oh, we got to keep that hush hush. Mm. Why is that? Mm. Mm. No, baby. This no, we're gonna bring everybody together, <laughs> just like we brought everybody together when we got married. Because they all were the witness of what you said that you were committed yourself to. With your mouth. You, you see, so I believe that and, and you know, there needs to be apologies. Ooh. There needs to be some ownership. 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 Accountability. Accountability. Because we said this before God. We did this before Come God. On. You know, but but when we got married, we 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 didn't know that I, I wasn't mature enough to keep my commitment. Own it. So when when, Own I, it. when I made that commitment before you, you know, and, and now because we're getting a divorce, I, I have to take ownership with understanding that okay, I'm I'm breaking, I'm damaging. Maybe the way my witness, let me say that. I'm damaging my witness before you. Yep. I owe you an apology. I owe you an apology. I owe these kids an apology. I owe the pastor, all of y'all, because all of y'all were witnesses when I made a vow. The Bible says, for it is better not to make a vow than to make it and break it. 
So because this vow has been broken, that's it. We need to bring everybody here. Come on. At this table with all the lawyers and everybody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we need to just talk it through. And clearly, and clearly let everyone know that is it's not because of God. It's not because of God that we're getting this thing, this breaking up. Let's not blame God. It's it's the people. It's me. His it's me. product of marriage is perfect. It's me. You know, because now a lot of people are looking at marriages and, and they're like, I don't even want to get married anymore. Because I, I thought I thought that y'all would at least make it. Oh, I thought that y'all went like you said, all all the big, all the witnesses, big extravagant yeah. weddings and everything. You make yeah. it and all. You know, we we kept ourselves. We kept ourselves to get married. Mm. We had sex at all. And we, but when we got married. Yep. Oh, yeah. All all H.E. double hockey sticks broke, <laughs> broke loose. And now we've realized that we can't handle it. And so hold on, hold on because we got to let everybody know that we perfect. Uh -huh. Let everybody know that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This, this is then they, then they got the nerve to say that we believe God wanted us to break up. Now, see, that's the part I don't understand. I thought God said, whom he's joined together, let nobody separate. So we can't be blaming God out here. You know what I'm saying? If, if whoever's listening to it, you know, I, I get that sometimes it's not your fault. You know, if you had to get a divorce, you know, you can't make nobody love you. You can't make nobody be accountable to you. That's understandable. And so some divorces had nothing to do. There's some innocent parties. Let right. me say that. There's some innocent parties, you know, who have unfortunately succumbed to divorce. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's never God's fault. If there's any couple that you, if you're listening, and if there's been a couple that you've been looking up to and that marriage failed, mm. all you need to know is that it had nothing to do with God. Mm. Oh. It had nothing to do with God. If it had anything to do with God, God is God was telling them not to get married from the beginning. <laughs> oh, God. Come on. Yeah. Listen, put a stamp on that. That's it. Where all the red flags was like the carnival out there. You had your whole, your family. That ain't your husband. That ain't your wife, but you hard-headed. Mm -hmm. What they say in the country, a hard-headed make a soft behind. Come on, man. It. it do. And, and I believe the individuals, the reason why this divorce thing has really blown up a lot over, over the last, uh, you know, 10 to 12 years mm -hmm. or so, mm -hmm. is that the Bible tells us we shouldn't compare ourselves to one another. Yes. So I'm trying wise. to make my relationship look like yes. your relationship. That's not the way it's supposed to be. What God has given to me, that's between us. Mm -hmm. What yes. y'all, he is given to y'all. Now, sis, I, I'm going to have to go there with you on this come one on, here. On. You, you was getting down there with 19, Matthew 19 and 6. Yes. yes. So there are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God is joined together, what? let no one separate. separate. Come now, on. It ain't one to separate, and sometimes it's two. Mm, because you're out there trying to run with Mary, John, Paul, this, that, yep. and the other. Come on now. Breaking it up. And then we can't leave out. Well, now Big Mama trying to put her two cents up in. Come on now. Mother-in-law's trying to do this, that, and the other. Father-in-law got his piece about it, and we never learn how to leave and cleave. My yes, God. yes. My God. My God. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, he's full of the word on oh my soul. Oh, my God. Yeah. And y'all, too. Oh, my God. They weren't ready for us tonight. They weren't uh, ready. Oh, no, no, Y'all no. go back and watch this over and over until oh, it's settled in your spirit, okay? So, 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 I got the questions. I got the questions for the okay. Browns, okay? Um, so... Let's go back to the church. Um, first, let me ask you both this question, if you don't mind. It's irrelevant, but let's just ask. Were you all raised in the church or raised under the church, as we say, as country folks? <laughs> Man, look, I was 
I was raised in, under, besides, on top of, all of, you know. So, look, I've been in three different kind of denominations or whatever you can want to call it. Baptist, Pentecostal, you know, non-faith, whatever. I was Non-denomination. Non-denomination. I don't know what I was... You, I don't know, even know ABC. what to call it right now, but yeah. I was, I was uh, raised in the church, Baptist church and things like that. Um, then transition, got saved in the Pentecostal and um, served for like 10 to 20 years in a non, what you call it? Non-denomination. Thank you. Faith-based, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my baby, I said, you know. I did not grow up. Well, I got married at 17. So when you're talking about growing up. Right. Let's say it, let's say it this way. As a child, as a youth, no, I, my family did not go to church at all. My mom was on drugs and alcohol. We hardly ever went to church. Um, but then this man of God right here, um, Latroy, see, we were girlfriend and boyfriends. And when I was 15 years old, oh, yeah. uh, smoking weed, drinking in the car, we was chilling. This is what we did every Friday. Um, God was dealing with him. First. Yeah, she she was straight up heathen, and oh, I was here like, "Here we go, here we go." I was like, "Man, look, a bad bad influence," and I was like, "I can't do this no more." That's your story, Latroy. Okay, I'm sticking with that. Anywho, um, <laughs> I thought he was saved, but um, yeah. So he he said God was working on his heart, and that uh, he couldn't continue living the way he was living, and so if I was going to continue to be his girl, I needed to make some decisions as well as as a, um, about my relationship with God. And so, okay, I don't know what this means. I didn't grow up in the church. So my understanding of having a relationship with God was stop doing external things like, okay, that means I need to stop drinking. I need to stop smoking. Latroy, me and you, you and I can't have any more sex. You know, I was thinking that that's what it meant to give my life to God. And so that's what I did. That was my basic understanding of what it meant to give my life to God. Fast forward, um, we got married two years later when I was 17. And then at 19 years old, because how many know you can make a decision to give your life to God, but you got to renew your mindset. Absolutely. And so my we went through infidelity the second year of our marriage, right? And at 19 years old, I actually had a supernatural encounter with God where God actually downloaded a dream into my spirit. And he literally showed me <laughs> in the dream that my husband had cheated on me. And so long story short, to me, that was a supernatural encounter. I actually had a personal encounter with God. And so I said, man, I want to learn more about this God because I had no clues, no woman intuition. It was nothing but a dream. And out of that, I started growing my personal relationship with God intensely, getting into the word of God, studying to figure out who he was. And from there, we joined the non-denominational church. Mm -hmm. And that's the type of church space I've been a part of. Mm -hmm. Thank y'all so much for sharing your truth. Because you know, same thing we try to do as well, um, because that's what people need to see. So that is a perfect segue into this question that I was going to actually ask why I prefaced it with that question. A lot of individuals that go to church, they're struggling in their marriage. Now, these ain't just the people that, that's in the building because Kenya and I like to always um, specify. You got, you know, us. We are the church, you know, the people, um, as Sis said earlier. But the ones who are in the building as well as outside the building, but let's specifically focus on the ones in the building that 
they go down to the altar. They ask him a prayer because they don't know what else to do. They're at wit's end in their marriage. They know that they made these vows as you all shared earlier, you know, but it's like, okay, what do I do? And all they hear is you got to pray for your marriage. Okay. I've been doing that. Mm-hmm. I've, been doing, I've been reading the word, but yeah. like, what else do I do? Like, can you give me example? And just what you two were saying, what I believe is lacking, because we share before coming on air, how people used to tell us, don't, don't be out there telling all your business like that. Mm-hmm. Or y'all mm-hmm. making the church look bad. And now that I think about it in retrospect, if I could go back to that, that Walmart, that neighborhood, Walmart and all the other places, I, pro- yeah. I probably would have said, are you talking about you? Yeah. Are you talking about you while you trying right. to shut us up because your spirit don't feel right? So when people come to you all, because I know we've heard it, the kings have heard it. All I'm being told is just pray for my marriage, but I've been doing that and it's not working. And of mm-hmm. course, I think the person in their mind is like, well, God's not answering my prayer. God don't mm-hmm. care about my marriage. You know, the devil come in and plants all these divisive seeds. What yeah. do you all say to that? Mm. Yeah, powerful. Yeah, you know, the first thing is, you know, you got to get new information. Mm. You got to get new information. Yeah. Um, it's almost, it's almost exactly like salvation. Come marriage on. is almost it like is. salvation. Yeah. When you get saved when, or when you get into the marriage, you have to get new information because your the, the former information that you might have not, m- might not work for you. You got to so unlearn something. You got to unlearn something. So all that praying and all that Shanda Mahama, he ain't coming in the, all that stuff is good, but you have to have some real wisdom on how to operate in marriage. What you need to learn um, one thing that we suggest that people do is understand the male and female psyche. Yeah. We're understand good. how the differences uh, between a male, the way a man thinks and the way a, a, a female thinks, because one of the things that we constantly get to us in sessions is the wife is like, my husband does not know how to love me. Mm-hmm. He buy me this, yep. go to work. He's doing this. Yep. Yeah, he's not out there clubbing and, and getting drunk and all that kind of stuff. But I can never get him to love me and, 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 and connect with me emotionally. Right. He can never, he don't understand. He, right. It's like he does not love me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all this material thing is good. Christina used to tell me the same thing. She, she used to tell me that like, I'm a, we just be real. We love sharing, you know, um, uh, transparent moments. Mm-hmm. And she was, the, and I still deal with some, some, that man, I, I gotta, I got to shave off some things because, you know, sometimes I still, cause I'm still a man. And, and so, you know, most men don't understand what love looks like to a woman. Yeah. So much so that God had to put it in his word. Husbands, you know, love your wife, first Peter chapter three, with an affectionate, sympathetic love, one who always seeks the best for her, show her honor and respect. Like, why did God have to specify that That's in it. the word of God? Because that doesn't come natural. See, a husband is spiritual, That's it. you know, and for a wife, yeah, naturally you mouthy. Naturally, you got the clapback spirit. Come, come on, on that, through, that sisters. Demon mouth, that demon mouth yeah. and that nasty neck. Okay. Uh, real quick. You know what I'm saying? Listen, so Ephesians 5 had to say, wives, see to it that you respect your husband because naturally, you know, you may not be built like that. You don't really understand honor and respect. And so that's why we have to get information It's one thing, you know, to stand at the altar and look into each other's eyes and say, oh, baby, I love you. I love you. I love you. But honey, after a while, when you're not meeting each other's needs, 
when you're not meeting the core needs of your spouse, no matter how bad you look, sis, if you disrespectful and you don't know how to honor your husband, Come on now. he's going to pull his heart away from you. No matter how much bags and honey, you know, you dripping in the house, husband, if you buying her this, that, and the third, if you don't know how to connect with your wife emotionally, That's it. if you don't know how to sacrifice for her and love her as Christ loved the church, She's going to pull her heart away from you. And that's it. One thing that pe- we don't realize that the altar is still the altar. When she, when you got married, the altar, the altar w- is, is a place of death. Ooh, come on, Latrice. This is one of the things that people don't understand. When you said I do to the altar, you said I, I am willing to die for this person. Good God. Because that's exactly what marriage is. You are transitioning. You're, you're, you're not being... Uh, you're transitioning from being a self-centered person. Come on, babe. To now saying that I'm I'm willing to live my life as a giver to my wife or to my husband. So in actuality, you are you should you should have died at the altar. Woo. If you ain't died, if you ain't dead yet inside, <laughs> if you're still thinking about yourself, Ooh, father, you don't know what this person next to you needs and wants and desires. There's something in you that's still alive and you're still selfish. You have to die. You got to say what Jesus said in the garden. Nevertheless, not my will. Not my will. Let your will be done. That is what marriage is truly about. So that is our heartbeat right there is to allow couples to understand that this marriage is not about you. It's not. You have to die to self. You have to die to pride, Mm. selfishness. And we believe ultimately that pride is the biggest barrier. You talked about barrier earlier, sis. We believe pride. The Bible says wherever there is strife, I'm sorry, wherever there is strife, there is pride. And so ultimately, if we can get beyond that and just humble ourselves mm. and say, you know what, babe, I'm going to die to my That's needs. What, what is it that you need from me? Yeah, because marriage, marriage isn't about how much I can receive from how much you can receive from your spouse is how much you can give to your spouse. Okay, for God so loved the world he gave. If you truly love your spouse, what are you giving? Ooh. Woo! What are you giving? No, you, you guys are absolutely right. I mean, y'all, y'all are spot on. And, oh, I just, and, and, and I think that people weird. have to understand is that marriage is not perfection. Come on. You know, we, we, we want to go out there and we make things look good right. for, for the wedding. That, mm. That's just the showcase that you got going come on. Like real work is going to come after everyone's gone. The limos are gone. You pulled out the white dress and the tuxedo. All of that. And come then on. that's where the real work comes in at. Mm-hmm. And so for a lot of men, they have not been shown how to really be a husband. So when you don't have, when you don't know what that looks like from your father, earthly father, then you got to know that you got to be able to go and get that from your heavenly father to show you the way. And so ma'am, you you were on point when you said that men and women are both different. Men, we have to learn that from a woman, they're emotional beings. We have to appease to that emotional side. Mm -hmm. And women, you have to understand that respect thing is a big thing when it comes to a man. Yes. Naturally, there is going to be a problem when you give more respect to the pastor than you do your husband. They went right There is a out of order uh, lineage that goes on there when men, you're giving more uh, emotional responses to the first lady than you are your own wife. Mm, they they got to get that thing in order. My God. And then the next thing that I have to say is this. For men, you have to understand, submission is not slavery. 
Come on now. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. When you're asking your wife to submit to you, Mm. she is, you're asking her to fall within the natural order, but you're forgetting about what you need to do and be submissive to God. Mm. When you get those things out of order right there, everything else falls out of order as well. And then you wonder why your relationship starts to fall away. Mm. Now, nobody knows the relationship between man and woman better than God. Come on. Come on. But mm. we refuse to let him come in and fix us, but we'll start saying that we want everybody else to come in and fix it. Mm. It's just like you said, man, we go to Pookie now. Listen. We start listening to our mm. girlfriends. Oh, girl, if that was me, I'd just leave him. Well, you know what? She's trying to get you to leave because she's by she herself. Just, oh, yeah. Okay. Come on. Come on or now. she wants your husband. What are we doing out here? Come, come on through. Look that out, man. Part. But you know what? I thought something to be very interesting. I promised to God I had this conversation today. And I was speaking to, you know, one of my um, sister friends. And I remember, I'm t- like our late grandmother and grandfather were married for well over 50 years. And you know how like grown little, little kids, we couldn't be in grown folk conversations. So you had to like get out the room and stuff like that. Yes. <laughs> However, I remember not, not the actual conversation, but watching my grandmother and aunt talk. And I knew they were talking about something. They was encouraging each other. You know what I'm saying? When it came to their marriage. And I used to hear the, uh, or see, I used to witness this, where the, what they call the old heads. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they used to say, come here, young buck. Let me, let me holler at you. Sit down over here. And then they tell him, you know, you messing up, right? We don't have any of that no more. Because the elders. Want to act like they perfect. Can't nobody tell them nothing. You getting uh, uh, divorced in secret and all yep. these other kind. Now, I'm going to keep it a buck. This is Shan speaking. Y'all pray for me. I, I know I'm in this area. But I have a hard time not to say, and it's funny because y'all had this post. Y'all shared this post. I seen it. And it was talking about something to the fact, paraphrasing of being careful of people who yep. are not married and they trying to tell you how to be married. And baby, yep. y'all had a whole chain of people had, oh, oh I think this is crazy. People were yep. sharing other pages and stuff. But see, I feel that the word of God tells us in Proverbs 27 and 17, it speaks about iron sharpening iron. Ain't nobody yep. sharpening no iron around here. People yep. walking around dull in their marriage, in their yep. individual lives, in their singleness, because don't nobody want anybody to pour into them because everybody think they know everything what y'all got browns what y'all got oh my god the the first thing that came to my head (laughs) shan was you know it's somewhere in the new testament where it talks about how the older women are supposed to show the younger women how to love their husbands right and you know i see latroy had uh, a grandmother who passed a couple years ago and she was 102 when she passed and when I say I absolutely adored this woman, I got up under her. I, I just cleaved to her because I just love the wisdom that she had. And they, I think they were married 60 plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's the one that showed me how to be a homemaker. You know what I'm saying? How to cook, you know, like she cooked every Sunday, yeah. you know, and nowadays, yeah, we we ain't doing that out here in 2023. But I but I have that old spirit or that old soul, that traditional background. But it, thanks be unto his grandmother yep. that God allowed for me to have. I just believe that God will give you. He'll fill the gaps because I didn't have that in as far as my natural mother, right? But God allowed me to have that through marriage, and I'm so grateful. And not only that, but I consider myself 
also an influence in the area of marriage and an elder in many spaces. A lot of people come to me and they're older than me. And I'm grateful that they humble themselves because of the wisdom. See, it's age don't have nothing to do with this thing. Yeah. You know, the, uh, you know, I would think as in Timothy said, don't let them look down on you because of your youth. Yeah. See, it's the wisdom of God that can make you 10 times smarter than all of your peers. Mm -hmm. You see, it's not anything that I got. It's the, uh, the anointing and it's the experience through uh, his grandmother is oh, yeah. somebody that passed down wisdom to me oh, yeah. that I'm able to pass down wisdom to other people. Oh yeah. You know, one of the things that's happening, we all know we are in the last days and, you know, the Bible talks about, you know, um, the younger people, the, 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 the children will be disobedient to their parents Thanks. and all that kind of things. Unfortunately, the elders or the older people nowadays are afraid of the younger people. Oh, God. Because of it's persecution. It's persecution. Mm -hmm. Persecution is heavy. And it's not only coming from the outside. That's it's coming good. from inside. It's coming from inside your house. Uh -huh. your the, the children are like, I, I don't want to even hear all that because I got all this other information through okay. Google and all this other whatever the situation. Means. I got all this other information. But but they, they don't understand that the, the, the main information they need is that godly counsel right there in your home. Yeah. And, but, but because we're getting resistant from the younger generation, mm -hmm. the older people are like, ah, I don't even want to touch it. I don't even want to, but the Bible says that whatever you bind here on earth shall be bound in heaven. Come through. Whatever you loose here on earth shall be loose. Yeah. So the world and marriages are, are going the way that it's going is because the believers, us as the believers, we're not binding. Uh -oh. We're not binding. We're not, okay. regardless of okay. it, what kind of information you, okay. you desire, you, you know, with your itchy ears, what kind of, we're going to continue to give the truth. That part. We're going to continue That's to right, share babe. this word. No, young lady, you need to sit down yep, and yep. hear this word about marriage. Y'all no, young man. That's not the right lady for you. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we as elders at the, the older people need to stop being afraid mm. and begin to operate under the true spirit and anointing of God and, and pull, pull young people to the side because they need it. They want it. Amen. They desire it. Yeah, I agree. So in other words, we have to speak the truth in love. We are the elders. You know what I'm saying? I believe that's what that's where we at right now. You know, God is raising up a, a, a no, a, a, we call it a a people, a remnant. a remnant. Thank you, babe. God is raising up a remnant. I believe that's what this is right here. You know, God says go into all the world and he's building us up. And I pray that somebody listening right now is like, man, this is exactly what I needed to hear, you know, and that they'll take what is being said and they'll change right for their household and their generations to come. Mm. Man, that's good. Y'all are just dropping so many golden ooh, nuggets ooh, right now. But, mm. but I had a quick question. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that you guys are working in the ministry of marriage, uh -huh. but do you also include singles in that? Uh, being that you were just talking about, you know, you guys are, you have to be uh, that person that gives it down to the younger people. Are they included in your message as well to prepare them for this thing that we call marriage? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we actually do have a, a large engage, engaged to be married couples. Um you know, we have mentorship programs and we have a pre-marriage mentorship program. And we actually love that. Um, we love working with couples that aren't married yet because we could just yeah. pour into them and they're so hungry and they're teachable. Um, and so absolutely, a lot of the content that we do put out is for, you know, 
the marriage community. And when we say that is we believe marriage is a mindset. So if you have the mindset or the mentality for marriage, and one day you would like to become married, everything that we put out could, could apply to you as well. Mm, yeah, absolutely. That, you know, and, um, you know, we, we try to um, accommodate uh, those people that aren't married, mm. you know, because that's really, we want to catch the people before they get into the, the mm-hmm. into marriage, you yeah. know, that's the thing, because yeah. even though, even though, Hey, you, you helping us when you come and reaching out for help, but we, we, that's not our, that's, that's not our job. That's not what we're trying to do. We want to actually eliminate the problem when it comes to marriage so that you can get in this thing, you knowing exactly what you're getting into, mm-hmm. that there's no doubt, there's no fear and you have an understanding of, of what a God kingdom type marriage really looks like, you know? Yeah. You know, the Bible says, you know, who goes about, I believe it says it like this and, and builds a house or builds something without counting the cost, right? Yeah. You got to first sit down and count the cost. And I believe that many people who go into getting married, we don't, all of us, I, we didn't do it to be real. We didn't count the, we didn't count the cost either. We had no marriage education on marriage. Um, for the most part, we got it in the marriage. Okay. And so, yes, if we could, like LaTroy said, like you said, babe, if we could put out the information beforehand, it won't maybe eliminate the problems that you're going to have in marriage, but at least minimize some of the challenges that you would go through. Absolutely. And, and that's good. Uh, I have a really good friend of mine. Uh, we served in the military together for a number of years, and we were having this conversation uh, not only about marriage, but even in raising our children. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes individuals don't want to receive from individuals that have that knowledge. But yep. this thing that you said, I've already taken the test. I'm just trying to give you the answers. Yes. Yep. I'm trying to give you the roadmap. And a oh, lot my of gosh. Things, a lot of people don't want to follow that. And I understand sometimes you got to get some things on your own, but yeah. why not listen to some individuals that have been there, done that, got yeah. the shot glass, the t-shirt and all, Come that. On, man. Along all of that. So that way your road is not as rocky. It's already been smoothed out a little bit. Mm-hmm. See, one thing that I learned um, in our marriage, mm-hmm. sometimes you have to let other people in. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I, yeah. uh, I so was good. Before, uh relationship was not going well went mm-hmm. to marriage counseling and the first thing the counselor told me when we came through the door was what did you do talking to him wow and i'm just like why did it have to be me now wow you know god has, has worked with me in a lot of areas there was a lot of things that i was doing wrong but that shifted me completely away from even trying because right off the bat i right. am the problem mm. Mm. That we have to get a, away from is not focusing so much on the problem than we do the people. Yes, mm. that's good. Because that's even good. in our daily lives, it doesn't matter what you talk about. When you talk about alcohol and drugs, when you talk about suicide prevention, you talk about anything that's out there. People want to put a program to it. They want to yeah. throw money at it, but they ain't doing nothing for the people. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wow. going to go out there and say that, and people can be mad at me if they want to. I got if it. you're holding that position of authority over a church or something of that nature, quit yeah. worrying about the money that's coming in and worry yeah. about the people, the people. that Come are on. running out. Oh, that's it. My God. Glory that's to it. God. That's it. Yes. That's, yes. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I love oh, it. Go ahead, sir. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I mean, I mean, I, there ain't nothing else that I can say about that. That <laughs> that is like for real. Like that is. I I need to send you an offer. Okay. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and so that's the thing. We got probably like eight eight minutes, seven minutes left in the show. Um, but what I'm finding. 
and and with us speaking with younger people, as we even see, you have a, a lot of younger people who don't even desire to be married. And a lot of the reason could be because they've grown up in a home where they've seen their parents fake it on the outside mm-hmm. and they act like heathens on the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People, you know, belong to church buildings that got all the titles and all that kind of stuff. And some of them don't. So it's a a negative. Like you whoop me and I would get in trouble if I mentioned that I need help. As my husband was just alluding to, I need help because it's dysfunctional in the home. If I mention that down at the church, I get whooping. So a lot of young people's like, you know what, YOLO, let me do me. I'm going to get my Mm -hmm. job. I don't even want to tied down to anybody marriage is a joke because of what they see yeah and then people want to add that pressure and put on them what's wrong with you why you not married yet oh why you you don't plan on having any kids and all that it's funny how people always want to project sorry that's our other profession term but they want to (laughs) project onto other people their failures and their Mm -hmm. flaws but you can't give them any words of wisdom so in wrapping up in our show, Latroy and Christina, the mm-hmm. Browns, Mary for real, come yes. somebody with come the number. Um, what do you all have that you would like to leave with the people? Mm. Mm. I think one quick final thought, babe, um, that's hitting my heart right now is that your individual relationship with God means everything to your to the health and the success of your marriage. Period. Marriage is going to bring about issues that only God himself can fix. Mm. You cannot change your spouse, no matter how much you holler, no matter how much you scream. I mean, sometimes no matter how much you pray, like, you know, the Holy Spirit himself has to be in the midst of your marriage so that conviction can hit the heart. Mm. I changed in my marriage and I got a revelation of how I needed to honor and respect you, mm-hmm. not because of how much you told me, hey, you disrespectful. <laughs> I changed because the Holy Spirit started convicting me. Mm-hmm. And because I desire to please God more than anything, I had to get myself right. Yeah. And I believe ultimately that's the same thing that happened to you. I believe you started learning how to love me, not because of how much I yelled and hollered. Yeah. It was because of your own individual relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I would say definitely it's like um, if you're married or you, you want to get married, you have to understand that marriage is an institution created by God. And it's an institution where the tuition is free. You get but when you get into it, I love that. When, when you get into marriage, God uses marriage to make you into the person that he needs for you to be. And so, you know, don't get frustrated. Don't get angry. Don't want to bail out of the marriage when yeah. pressure comes you know mm. pressure pressure makes diamonds you Facts. know pressure makes that di- if you allow the process oh, to babe. work you know because the, this is the thing how do you know how to forgive if you didn't ha- you wasn't hurt by any anyone and had to forgive that person how do you know how to love unless you deal with somebody that's unlovable you 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 will not know what God, the agape kind of loves looks yeah. love looks like until you are with somebody mm-hmm. and it's like they they don't meet your expectations. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, this is this is some things that happen in the marriage and probably will happen. Your spouse, your wife may not uh, do some certain things that you are expecting her to do. Yeah. Your husband may not do something that you're expecting them to do. Yeah. But you can't just have this bailout spirit that no. if you're not meeting my expectations. Right. I'm going to leave or I'm going to go into 
look at Paul, uh, Sally, or uh, Susie because this it ain't good here in the house. Mm. You know, you got to have some stick to itness when you get into marriage. That's it's, part. it's an institution, and God will use the deficiencies in your your spouse good. to help you to build you and to train you into the person that He needs you to be for His kingdom. That's what that's what it's all about. It's the institution. The marriage is an institution set up by God to help you to become that person that he needs you to be. Mm, yeah, that's good. Roger that. Amen to that. <laughs> Amen. And, and I know we only got a few minutes left, or actually about two, but I just want to throw this out there to you guys. I thank you so much for being able to come on the show. You yes, have dropped God. some word. Mm. Uh, wow. You have dropped Jesus. a lot of knowledge. And wow. sir, ma'am, this is just what I just want to be able to give unto you as God has given it unto me. Mm. Keep building your ark. Come on. You may have a lot of individuals out there saying, what are you doing that far? You know, if God has called you to do this, oh keep God. building your art because when the floods come, you will be the one in the boat. Other people will be knocking. My God. Glory Jesus. to God. Okay, Ooh. listen, y'all. We have Latroy and Christina Brown Meet all the, the way Browns. from the... ACL, okay, and we're talking about Atlanta, Georgia, married space for real. So y'all already seen what they dropped tonight. For those of you all who are listening on the radio, for those of you all who are watching us um, on social media, yes, you can go to Marriage Mondays with the Kings YouTube. It is going to be there. Y'all see the quality yes. that they bring. It's not yes. just the Kings, it's the Browns as well. So y'all run to everything, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, that YouTube, Married Space for real. Follow, like, share, put all this out in the atmosphere, okay? God did not allow this not to happen for not, okay? This is all for God's glory. Mm -hmm. So thank you, awesome man and woman of God, for the collaboration on tonight. This will not, not, not <laughs> be the last time, okay? We're, We're going to not return to him, boy. Better say that. <laughs> okay. So, anywho, thank y'all again. We want to join y'all so and um, thank y'all so much for joining Marriage Mondays with the Kings. Be back with us next Monday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you want to follow or communicate with us, please go to our website, marriagemondayswiththekings.com. Any topics or if you want to follow up from the show. Thank you so much for joining us. We ask that you be back next Monday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And as always, keep it locked right here on KRGN 98.5 FM, The, the Rock. Rock.